welcome to the Field Talk podcast from the Linder Farm Network. I'm your host, Dan Lemke. The Minnesota Agricultural Education Leadership Council recently awarded grants totaling $250,000 to Minnesota schools to help support their agriculture programs. MLC Executive Director Sarah Dornick joins this Field Talk podcast to highlight the organization's purpose and discuss why Minnesota's school ag programs are growing. So the Minnesota Agricultural Education Leadership Council, or MLC for short, is a state legislative council that started in 1997 to promote and expand agricultural education opportunities across the state. So we work more in the formal education side. Um, we do some in ag literacy, but we work a lot with our school-based agricultural education programs. So at that high school and middle school levels, we work with our post-secondary institutions and then we work with our teacher preparation, so those uh, universities that are preparing our future teachers. And then the last kind of area of ag education we work with is our farm business management instructors, which is out of the Minnesota State University system. No, we've certainly seen, I don't want to say necessarily a renaissance, but in the last number of years, a lot more you know, attention again paid to things such as meat cutting or, or different types of educational opportunities in agriculture. So you're, I'm guessing you're, you're right kind of in the thick of uh, increased interest in, in ag education programs again. Yeah, we are definitely seeing a massive growth over the last five years um, and continuing every year we get more schools that are asking questions about either restarting their program or starting a new program or schools that are adding more teachers. So, you know, typically most schools had one agriculture teacher, um, a handful had a few more and it's becoming more common to have two, three, we even have some schools that have five, six ag teachers in their school. And so um, there is definitely an interest in career and technical education. So preparing students for those practical hands-on um, uh, jobs that we have, that we have here in Minnesota, our workforce needs, and that just interest in um, agriculture, food, natural resources, um, being a part of the environment, um, making a difference has been really an interest of students and they're really driving um, that growth that we're seeing across the state. Most of the growth um, is happening um, either kind of in our metro areas or in our northern schools are kind of making that comeback, um, recognizing the, the need and the diversity that um, our programs offer. And I know you touched on that a little bit, Sarah, but I guess, I mean, do you think it's partially folks recognizing that there are so many more opportunities in, in the broader agricultural realm, and there's certainly nothing wrong with the production agriculture, the boots on the ground for sure, but agriculture is a, a very diverse industry that presents a lot of opportunities. Do you think folks are becoming more aware of some of those opportunities? Definitely. 100% uh, the basis farming, and I still get asked that um, when I talk about the growth, I still get asked, like, that many kids want to be farmers? And so it kind of, uh, we still we still face that stereotype. And obviously we, we need strong uh, producers out there, but there are so many related um, supporting roles in agriculture. And then also, like I said, the food, people recognizing like food is agriculture and the natural resources are part of agriculture too. And so that, that there's just so many more careers. And especially if our, our programs that are out in rural Minnesota, for sure, saying if you want to come back to this awesome community this is the the area you know you, most people have um healthcare education and afnr right and like those are the the careers out in rural minnesota and so i think people are recognizing like this is a great great job and i can go to a nice community and raise my family as i uh you know for a life later 
um, out of out of school. And now you just uh, awarded some grants to what I believe are kind of twenty six different uh, entities, schools. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what just was uh, announced. Yeah, so we've had a grants program since the beginning of MLC. That was one of uh, the the part of our state statute that we would establish a grant program to support um, agriculture, food, and natural resource programs. Um, and so. Over time, our program has grown, um, and we are excited that we just, in the last fiscal year, awarded $250,000 in uh, two grant areas. One is in what we call common funds. Those are for statewide projects. Um, so two, two of the great uh, programs that there that we um, supported, one was for teacher professional development. So we had some specialized workshops for our agriculture teachers to you know, build on their skills for classes that they're, they were going to be teaching during the next year. And then we also helped support an incentive program to support uh, what we call Agriculture Experience Tracker, or AET. And so all schools uh, programs that have AFNR programs have access to this AET. It's a, it's a tracking system to, about their uh, workforce and their work-based learning experience. And so um, students kind of track what they're learning and their hours that they're putting in and and so it's a it's a program it's a software program that all students can access and so those are kind of statewide projects um, and then on our other side we have what we call strategic initiative grants and those are grants that we kind of focus in three areas one is on access so starting a new program um, finding ways to maybe incentivize people you know students new ideas to get students down to learn about career exploration or students that they have maybe haven't been reaching you know they've had a program but uh, just getting more ways to get students down into the agriculture classroom um, program improvement so again schools that have a program already but they want to try new things they want to um, get better equipment get updated equipment that tends to be what we um, have funded the most of um, or starting and trying new classes so maybe they've always had animal science but they want to add kind of that next level college in the schools type um, animal science class and then of course uh, teacher professional development is the third area that they can apply as well and so we gave um, about 80 percent of our grants went to school districts so local out to the local communities um, to those those school districts um, we had a, a few other grants like I said were kind of more statewide organizations and then a couple that were um, post-secondary Dornig says applications for 2024 grants are due in mid-November yeah so that is our next fiscal year of grants so it is in the same uh, two categories those so common fund that are statewide projects or the strategic initiatives which are localized projects um, luckily this year the Minnesota legislature um, increased our appropriation and so we will be increasing the amount available to 300,000 um, in this next fiscal year we'll be giving away um, so a nice little bump um, to help support a few more projects in those those two categories and yes they are due um, November 15th they can be found on our website the applications um, right there you apply online and would love to see more projects to continue to support more um, programs and and ways to expand um, access to AFNR education out there across the state. Thanks for joining this Field Talk podcast, and be sure to tune in to your local LFN affiliate to get the latest in farm news, weather, and market analysis.